the this week's episode of the Anomaly Podcast. You're with your host KB. And your boy Juan and MR. Thank you guys for joining us for our second episode. This week we got a new we mix things up a little bit. We got our producer AJ in the back as well too. Give a shout out to him. He's the one who's been managing our sound. Make sure you got everything going. And you know, in case you have some guests or Colin might come in or you know, might want to show you guys a video or something funny. He's gonna make sure you guys get everything good. This week is a very special episode. We're gonna talk about a topic for all the men out there, you know. We're going to talk about something that everyone goes through, and it's very deep, and it's a topic that you know, people really don't always talk about. It's mental health, especially for men. You notice that you know, mental health has been talked about for almost everybody except for the young men out there. And you know, it's prevalent even you know, when you're in work, in the gym, school, no matter where you're doing, you notice that someone is always going through something. You know, we don't talk about it. And you know, this week, we have foreign, we have one MR. We're really going to talk about you know, some of the things that we notice with young men go through. Uh, MR, I think you were really, really really uh, excited for this topic, right? Oh, definitely, man. <clears throat> well, the first thing is that, like you said, it's actually not talked as much as uh, I believe so. And it really bothers me because there are actually a lot of young men, actually just men in general, that are really suffering. And because of how the society views men, like, sorry, the way the society, like, have the views on men, they don't want to really talk about it because they don't want to be seen as, you know, the fragile, whatever, and stuff like that, right? Forget that red pill bullshit. Like, honestly, man, like, yo, love to, like, those those guys that hate and whatever and all that. Like, they speak facts sometimes. But, as, like, men do have emotions and sometimes really be going through it, you know? And that's why, uh, actually, our special guest right here, Foreign, you know, is an expert here and there and stuff. He will give more of the... You know the medical kind of background on it. I'm a nurse. I got to work in the mental health field. Right now, I'm working on wound care and doing travel nursing. But I think mental health is super important. So I think it's awesome how you guys are highlighting it, especially on men, because it kind of gets underplayed what a lot of men are going through out there. Hey guys, like Ward out here is literally saving lives. Like y'all, y'all might see me. He might have saved one of y'all lives. You know. Pulling up in the hospital, you know, getting drunk out there on white app, you know, doing, doing all that dumb shit. Probably saved your ass a couple times, you know? And for me, I'm sure you've seen a couple of people come through, you know, with some mental health problems like that. What have you seen in the hospital these days? I'm 100%. I think everybody, everybody, man, woman, even the youth, go through mental health issues. And so, like, just like looking at the statistics of Canada, mm-hmm. one in five of all Canadians will go through a mental health crisis in any given year. Wow. So it affects everybody, you know. Mm. There's, there's, there's five of us usually in this room. Mm. One of us might be going through something, sure. right? So you probably have family and friends going through something. The most common mental health uh, disorders are anxiety and depression. I think we can all relate to that. Mm. Now, at one point in our life, right. went through depression or anxiety. Yeah. Well, why do you notice that, like, usually, you know, when these things happen? Uh, it's besides, like, like you said, there's five people in the room, someone that you know, family members are going through something. Why do you notice that? Lately, there's been a huge spike in mental health problems. Maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago, it was it wasn't as um, as prevalent as it is right now. Why do you think there's been such a huge spike? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I think there's a lot of reasons. Number one, I think it's being highlighted right now, mm-hmm. and people are taking it more seriously. And I think it's like a multi-level thing. Where like maybe 20, 30 years ago, your parents, our grandparents, were going through mental health issues, but it was kind of taboo to talk about it, and they're just trying to tell you like, man up. We'll go through it. So now I think we're highlighting it. I think mental health, just like 
physical health problems has kind of always been there. Okay, okay. So with you, um, what have you said, you personally, have you gone through some of the mental things? Like, and what, what, do, you, what do you think of you just noticed that it's helped you? Like, yeah, so, so I, like I said earlier, 100%, you know, I've been through a lot of uh, mental health issues and stuff like that. I mean, personally, uh, Nate Swole was actually talking to me about it. He was like, you never open up to uh, any of your boys or your family. Mm-hmm. He's like, the only person you vent to is to God, you know, you never open up. <coughs> so that's one thing I've been trying to work on. But yeah, like, my career and my finances have been awesome uh, the last few years. Right, right. But then my personal situation, my family situation was really going through it. And it wasn't even about me. Mm-hmm. It was other people going through it. That affected my mental health. And then, you know, got deeper. First thing I want to do uh, to the man himself is kind of explain what we mean by mental health. So, mental health refers to like our overall psychological well-being. Mm -hmm. It includes the way we feel about ourselves, the quality of our relationships, and our ability to manage our feelings Mm -hmm. and deal with difficulties, right? And so, like, there's a lot of different mental health disorders that can affect people in different ways. So people know about anxiety and depression, right? But then there's some ones that are a little bit more deeper, like anxiety disorders, bipolar disorders, mood right. disorders, and it goes down the list psychotic disorders. Mm-hmm. So we can make like 100, 200 episodes just speaking on it, and also gets really deep, but we're just going to touch on it today for you guys. Yeah. So, um, you know, Amar, I know you, you really, really were excited about this episode because you, you're the one that really wanted to talk about this. And, you know, with you, you know, because we have, you know, Warren here, and he told he gives the medical background of things. With you, what have you noticed some of the things that the young men are going through? Personally, mm. I'll talk, I'll give you an example about myself first. Okay. Well, you know, growing up in, um, in a black household, it's way different than like every other household, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> jokes aside, man. <laughs> jokes aside, man. We've all seen like all kinds of stuff <laughs> and like been through some different, different stuff, you know. But I'll be honest. I was uh, raised in a way that um, will toughen me up every situation, no matter how bad it gets. But I did struggle a little bit, not physically, not any other way, but mentally. It really gets you right. And I'll be honest. There are people, like he said, you, you can go like 200 episodes plus talking about mental health and we'll barely even like get the bottom of it, right? But like like he said, there's anxiety, all that bipolar and stuff. And I also noticed, man, like, you know how people have like a long day of work yeah. and then they're just really exhausted, tired. So they're mentally fatigued, right? And that also affects mental health because you, you having no sleep will affect your day's work in fact, the entire week, because now you have sleep to catch on, which you're really never going to do, right? And the one thing I want to talk about, like, especially for the younger generation, even older and stuff, is that we suffer a lot. And I was just telling you my favorite one, my the favorite cause. I might get a lot of hate for this, but women from all the talks. Hey, man. <laughs> from all the talks that and everything I've been listening to, at least 80%, the reason was a woman. Really? Yeah. The rest will be like, you know, family issues and money issues. But one thing I'll tell you about this is, and I tell everyone this, mm-hmm. is if you want to travel to God knows where, yeah. and you just have enough money for that trip, yeah. blow that shit. And I'll tell you why, actually. Because mm-hmm. you can make money back, but you can't make time back, right? Mm-hmm. 
So if you choose that, you know, the mental over money kind of thing, you're not going to have no stress. But back to the topic, man. Honestly, I want your feedback on this. Because I was talking to someone and um, I asked him, I straight up asked him, like, hey, man, what's going on? You're liking this and this. You're not doing this no more. I haven't seen you do this. And, you know, because he's like, he he's a biker. And um, this guy didn't go. He usually, he's the one that usually comes up. He doesn't even ask me to bike. He just comes to my place. He's like, get ready. I'm right here. I'm outside. We're going. He didn't do that like for a couple like months. And I'm like, maybe he's, you know, busy with work and stuff. I check up on him. See him at the gym every now and then. And he just, just disappeared out of nowhere. And when I asked him like, hey, what's the problem? And he was like, it's, there's this woman and she's really, you know, this and this and all that. But I want you guys to give me a second perspective of how you see this. Like women being, you know, one of the main contributors to like the downside of men's mental health, right? Well, so I think there's a I think when it comes to mental health and in terms of your surroundings, I think it's very huge just because I noticed that a lot of times that people will be angry or mad or sad because, um, you know, they'll like, they'll like something about like that, what this person's going through, what this person's going through, it affects you. Right? I mean, um, you know, even myself, like my family, there's a lot of things going on right now, right? So if something happens, like, let's say my cousin, my aunt, my sister, my mom, anything that happens in that situation, it affects me. That now I have to now invest time, money, emotion back into them, right? So even if I'm not personally going through something, the people that are close to me, when they go through something, it also affects me. So when you look at it at that fundamental level, if, you're, if your surroundings and the people you're around and your family and friends are going through something, you're going to be affected no matter what, right? It's just finding mechanisms and ways to help manage that. I'm sure Warren can speak to this much better than I could, but... You know, when you have people that are going through around you, it's best to, you know, kind of have like a, like, like a, like a guard for yourself. So that way you're not, you know, you're not, dove, you're not deep diving into exactly what they're going through. You can just go for them and have a healthy distance, right? But for, but for relationships, it comes to women, that's, that's tough. Because a relationship is like you're giving all to somebody. So when you're in that situation, and how I said earlier, when they go through something, they're affected as well, too. You're, you're, you know, your spouse, your partner, your wife, whatever you want to call her. She's going to affect how you think, how you feel, how you view certain things. She may even change your mind about certain viewpoints as well, too. And if she's going to be pissed at you, it's going to fuck up your day. I think I saw somewhere it's like if the majority of successful men, if you ask them how their day is going, it typically revolves around their wife or what their, <laughs> what their partner is going through. Like if their partner is like, is like mad at them or angry or whatever, they're affected. Down straight. Right? And when you brought kids into that, too, down the line, that's crazy, right? Your mental health can be affected by other people. 
thing that's really interesting that I thought was interesting was like how how mental health actually affects everybody. Like, doesn't matter what your gender is, your ages, your culture, right? Mm-hmm. Mental health uh, isn't biased to anybody. It affects everybody in every culture. It's very interesting. Now, you know, just because you know, we're all you know black majorities or opposite here, yeah. you know, <clears throat> I think also because when you grow up in the house, we said the next year is different, right? Um, you know, not to touch too much on your on your friend, by the way, rest in peace, you know, my condolences. But you know, when they passed, how did that affect you mentally, like personally speaking? It's because like it, they both happened at the same time. So I lost my best friend and I lost my favorite cousin. His birthday is July nineteenth, so mine's July twenty first. So you don't remember he's like two days older than me, like we grew up in GameCube and stuff. So that really hit me hard because it's both at the same time it was sudden. And they were just generally good people, so it was just like, damn, like why though? So that put me that put me in a state where it was like kind of like cold, heartless, like grief. So I'm smiling, I'm trying to be strong for my family, my friends, other people because they're going through it too. But like deep down, like it took a piece of me with them. And so it affected my mental health in the way that like the way I view the world the way I did things. So it's like, you have the mask on and you do everything daily and you smile and strong for everybody else. But then it's like, it's really eating you on the outside. And like, as we were talking about before with men, because, you know, mental health is downplayed and people suppress their emotions just in general. They don't know how to get help or even that is how important it is to like seek help. Most people don't have a trusted friend or family member that they can be 100% honest with. That's true. That's actually true. <clears throat> I would rather have like 10 guaranteed enemies than one like unsure friend mm. that makes sense right yeah like uh what's his name you know what dave you know santan yeah i was like um, yeah of course bro oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> 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 i mean yo, he's a philosopher you know what i mean no. guys he's a lyrical genius i'll be yeah. honest with you yeah, yeah. but yo means back to the topic it was like keep uh keep two like one eye on my ops and two of my friends because at least my ops men know their intentions you know because he knows the intentions but he doesn't know his friends intentions you feel me but yeah sorry you wanted to say something no no i uh, i was gonna say because he was talking about how you know, the, you know when, when your friend's going through something and your friend's back that's uh, on your point though yeah when you said you know keep two eyes on your friends one on your enemy yeah you know, for you i don't know me personally i can say this when i was going through some stuff in life it's because a lot of times the circle that i had yeah i was like i didn't have the best circle around me Right. But that means people that I worked with or people that were friends or whatever, right? With you, do you notice that when your circle of friends or your surroundings, um, did that affect your mental space, your mental health in any way? I'll tell you this, man. Hmm. Prior to actually meeting Mr. Swall, which is actually a funny story, we met at the gym, I'll be honest with you. And this guy, and uh, I used to go to the gym with these other guys, right? So. <clears throat> I noticed that we didn't have like the same kind of mindset. You know what I mean? They'd be like, oh, we have free time now. Let's go to the gym. Or they'd be like, oh, we're going to go out drinking and stuff like this. So we, can, we can't go to the gym. You know what I mean? And like I grew up with the gym, if that makes sense. So it became part of my life. It became a ha- not even a habit. It, it, it was like same shit as eating food. Like I have to eat, like, I have to eat food like to, you know, so I don't get mad or i'm like you know thin ice and stuff like that right so when i started actually seeing this it wasn't very difficult for me to be honest because once i see someone that is actually like 
a really shit kind of human being. You know, they, they use you. And you've seen this, right? Like, personally, me, I know when someone is using me, right? But because of where I grew up, how I was brought up to be, I can't just leave someone pause. I'm saying it's pause. High and dry. Pause. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. You guys might take it the wrong way, man. You know what I mean? But like, honestly, I hope so. <laughs> yo, yo, but no, like, yo, back to the topic though. I could tell, right? Like, let's say you like, I really like working on cars and like anything mechanical. So, if you only come to me when your some shit is going down for you, and that's the only time. There's no, you don't even bring shit. You don't even ask how I'm doing and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? I really love working on cars, anyways. It doesn't cost me anything. I'm free right now. I'll do it. But I know you're like your piece of shit. Mm. So I won't go out of my way to help you do something I don't want to do. But if it's something that I want to do because it's my hobby and stuff, I can learn much more. Right? Like, I mean, I might mess up your car, but <laughs> but like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, like when I see that, I tend to see some patterns. Mm. And then I'm like, Yo, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I think Mr. Swall, you know. Naceful, but he is actually like he's well versed he's he's sculpted he knows stuff sometimes he's like when i tell him yo i'm like yo this guy's calling me for this and this and this what should i do i really want to help him but he's like he's a piece of shit you know what i mean he'll tell me he'll be like or just say no or just ignore the call you know what i mean i'm like yeah honestly i can't do that like i feel bad like my conscience won't get you know, it won't let me sleep at night. You know what I mean? I think, like, that's a hobbyship thing, too. It is. It's a hobbyship thing, I'm telling you. Because, like, the way that we grew up, it's like, yo, you have to, like, you know, someone, if someone, like, calls you, you have to pick up. You know? That is true, if bro. Someone's like, what do you have to say hello back? If you see, like, an elder in public, you have to say salam. That is yeah. true, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is this for you, too? Yeah, yeah. It's not just the posture, too. Like, you guys are genuinely good dudes and stuff like that. So, you're empathetic, you're sympathetic. You guys want to help other people. Mm. But that's one thing I'm learning, too. Like, it's not just family and friends. Like, you always want to yeah. But learning to say no is a skill because the problem is when you say yes to anybody, for example, if Sudan asked me to. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. If, uh, if he asked me to come help him out, take him to the airport or whatever, right? Then what happens is his problems become my problem because I say yes to something. So now I gotta wake up early. He's gonna be mad that I'm late. 100%. Because now his problem is my problem, right? So learning to say no is a skill, and that's like something I have to work on too. Because I feel bad when I say no, not just to family and friends, but to like anybody. As a person, like yeah. being reliable is so important to my yeah. character and my quality. Yeah. I always say yes, even if I'm like over, like I'm burned out, like even at work, anything. Yeah. I have a hundred patients. Somebody's like, "Yo, I need help with 10 I'm gonna skip my break to go help them. Whatever. That's crazy. That's you know beyond me. Saying? Because I don't want to say no. I want to be helpful. I want to be reliable. That's but true. Saying no is a skill, and it's. It saves you a lot of time, energy, and emotional stuff. So that's one thing I've been trying to learn on too. That's the problem though. Um, where was this? I was uh, I was reading something. In fact, we had a conversation about this before, remember? Like back to the main topic, men's mental health. Like I know everyone else goes through it, but I'll be honest with you. Like girls' mental health is like taken way more seriously than men's mental health. But I'm not trying to like shun or like whatever anyone else's mental health like is special like it's important and stuff like that but i want to shine light on what needs to like to be shown you know what i mean 
So like men's mental health, for example, I feel like men, well, the guys, they don't want to talk about their problems, right? They want to be like, yo, I'm supposed to be a good example, blah, blah, blah. The thing is, like, you go to the gym, you see the, the, the big guys, they'll, you know, they'll be lifting and, and stuff like that. And you talk to them and you're like, hey, man, you're doing all right and stuff. You'll actually be surprised. They'll tell you they're going through so much shit, but they don't talk about it. One thing, yo, I told this one guy, like, huge mass monster, bro. He was just lifting, you know, with a smile on his face and shit. So I called him after the gym. I'm like, yo, you put on some big numbers, man. But I'm like, you can do better. You know what I mean? That's a joke. I'm like, yo, you're, some weak, you're weak, bro. You need, you can do better, bro. You know, push some more. And then we just laughed it off. And then I'm like, but hey, man, on a real note, though, you're doing good. Because, you know, you can realize, you can see something on someone's face. Like, maybe he's going through something. And then I was like, yeah, yo, I've been, like, having problems with this. The misses and all that, blah, blah, blah. We talked for, like, hours, bro. And in summer, bro, mosquitoes don't forgive you, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was wearing shorts, bro. I'll be honest with you. Like, yo, I've, I've had multiple times where I'm just, like, just trying to get the suckers back. But, yo, we talked, and then I told him one thing. I'm like, it, it takes courage to talk about your problems. And I told him toughness is in the soul, not your muscles. You might, you might be six foot four, 280 pounds lean, but you could be a wimp. Like, you're only lifting this because you want you want it to be like your safe spot which is very true actually a lot of men resort to the gym and they use that as like there's a term i, I call for this I'll, i'm putting everyone on right now i call it the chair you know like how you come after a long day and you just like just sit you know what i mean you just sit and just you're just in the zone you're in your head you're in your playground so i think the gym is my chair because i'm able to like you know i'm in my head throwing weights around feeling good you know, looking big just for a little time, you know what I mean? When it runs out, we'll get back to the depression and shit. But, like, for that temporary, like, two hours or so, you feel like you're the shit. You know what I mean? The so, chair. Huh? Yeah, I, I call it the chair. Because you can sit and just relax. So, I don't mean, like, literally sit and relax. But, like, it gives your mind, sorry, your mind that, like, that free space of not being bothered or anything. Like, you don't have to worry about... Oh shit, work, I have to go, like, you're a nurse, right? You're like, I have to go attend to this guy, or I have to go attend to this guy. You, you don't have that there. You're just there for those two hours to pump and then feel good and then just go, right? I'll be honest with you, like, you're more well-versed in this. Well, <clears throat> funny enough, you were telling me about it, right? It's, uh, remember how I was telling you about, like, how guys don't talk about their problems? And then you were telling me about the thing about the cat theory and all that when they, please yeah. tell me more about that. So, like, you know a ball of yarn, right? Some psychology. Like, there's a bubble, there's a ball of yarn. Like, what happens is when you talk to somebody, right? Because they're cute, because that ball of yarn is, like, a magnet. And so, like, sometimes just having that person that you talk to really hears your thoughts. So, there, there's, there's a belief that, like, people think as they speak. Right? The same way you write down, like, what people think, right? And so, it's super important to have that relationship or that social support to get you down. But, yo, he's just being humble, yo. There's Nate Swope. And this guy right here, too, he'd be moving weight at the gym. Hey, man, come on, don't gas me like that. You made me laugh when you're talking about the mosquitoes because the Edmonton are bugging, bro. They attack bro, you like, like they owe money, you owe them money, bro. I'm the way sick. the mosquitoes attack me. I'm sick. Bro, those guys were sent by the government, I'm telling you. 
That's the government, bro. I'm sick and tired of this guy, bro. Them boys. About them boys. Bro, the ta- oh, taxes and shit. I'm joking, yo. Don't come after me. <laughs> okay, yo, yo, if I, I go I, missing. I yo, <laughs> yo, knock on wood, bro. <laughs> See, this game is yeah, chill. But to keep, to keep it real, one thing that you both were talking about that I was like, that really actually, like, I was thinking about was when you were talking about your association and your friend group. Uh, old black man once said this to me. He's like, before you think, like, you're not doing well in life or you think, like, you're going through a mental health issue, it's like, maybe you just have some friends that are some a-holes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe you have some people around you that, like, it's just like dirt. Dirt could, like, either kill the seed or it could help it grow. So he's like, what's your surrounding? What's in your environment around? Like, are these people helping you grow? Are they, you know, or are they yeah. trying to keep you locked up in yeah. a cage? Word. So your circle is so important. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because you know what? There's a saying as well, too. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So you know what? I think that's, yo, that's, that's subjective, bro. Why is that? It's, no, explain, explain. Why, what, yo, because I don't, yo, I don't, you're really touching a soft spot right here, man, but I'll let you, I'll tell you, man. Explain. I'll be hanging around, like, you know, those big guys at the gym. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still 180 pounds, man. What is that? <laughs> are you telling these guys are, like, 220? You tell me I'm the sum of those five guys, that, like, yo. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, is you're, you be putting in work, though. You be putting in work. Don't see me push that much weight, man. No, Come on. Nah, he's being humble. Yeah. I disagree with him. You know, because you, I, I know you're coming from me, you have a good point, but I disagree because it is true. You are the sum of your five people. Like, even the Bible says bad association spoils useful habits, right? So, for example, you guys you guys hit the gym. You're loyal to the gym. Yeah. You're loyal to the soil. Me, you're if I, when I go to the gym with you guys, yeah. I push more weight. That's because true. your intensity, right? Yeah. So, let's pretend I'm with some friends that smoke cigarettes, for example. Yeah. Like five friends. I'm going to be the six as soon as I smoke cigarettes, but I'm always the eight. Oh, from video, I'm not going to be. So your association is everything. Yeah. 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 I don't smoke cigarettes, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's up here. We don't smoke, we don't drink, we don't, we don't control any of that. No, we do not. But I do want to say, you, personally, Frank, you've been to the gym lately, and you've been, you've been, you've been pumping away, man. I ain't going to lie. I, I can give a shot to talk Yo, I'll be honest, man. It's important to man, because this guy been putting it serious weight. His body's been looking crazy lately. Pause. But I'm just saying. Pause me, but yo, I'll be honest with you. I think the most therapy, like yo, uh, like some men might need to like go talk to like therapists and all that. That's <coughs> if they actually you know need it that much, right? Yeah. So there's a saying that says a man, a man's mental health can be judged by which he takes two at a time: pills or stairs. How much? Oh, how many did you say? I'm not gonna it's say you gotta you gotta rewind and listen to that stuff because I can keep I'm joking you. <laughs> a man's mental health can be judged by which he takes two at a time. That's pills and stairs. So I'll tell you what they mean. So by the pills, you know, like you're like, oh I'm depressed, blah blah blah. You go and start like overdosing on this shit. You don't even know what's going on in your body. You know what I mean? When they say stairs, I don't mean literal stairs. To some guys that actually think idiots, yeah, idiots, but like <clears throat> by stairs, I mean like progressively getting better, you know, just like he said, when the was it the yarn, the ball. yeah, the ball, like every time you talk, it untangles half of the time. To be honest, I don't even talk, like, I don't give advice until I have to. Mm-hmm. So, if someone's telling me their problems, I'm like, I'm, I'm firing questions back at them. So, they're like, yo, why do you think she left me? I'm like, what have you been doing that made you like think like this? Maybe she just left because 
there was something going on with the family and stuff, what were you doing or what was she doing that was different that made you like, you know, be like, hey, you know what? That's, that's right there. So the more you talk to someone close, by the way, like having good friends is really important. I'll be honest with you. Because some guys, you might think that they're your actual friends, but they're the temporary people. You know what I mean? Like the prop, like in movies, like the props and stuff. Use them once and then you're like, shoot, the shoot is done. It's time to go somewhere else. You know what I mean? So like having those really solid friends is a really big thing. Because like, and let it be in the gym, work, anywhere. Because I'll be honest with you, I, um, I used to like go to the gym and stuff. I used to help people every every time, like with what I could. Like I saw someone like he he was like benching and he was struggling to hit, like I think a plate and a ten, right? Like shout out to him, he hit it for one rep, but he was like, you know, I was like, oh shit, this guy could injure himself. I went and talked to him, and then he was like, yo, you know what? I really appreciate this and stuff. And I've been like, you know, like no one has been whatever talked to me and like helping me or spotting me and stuff like that. I'm like, hey man. You shouldn't be scared to like, you know, talk to anyone. You know what I mean? So having good friends is a really important thing. And besides that now, I want to get into one more thing. And I don't mean this out of hate or anything. Honestly, even if you like get mad at me or even catch feelings, or yo, let me know. And we could sort this outside, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, um, I want all of us to give... Our stories. If you don't have to, if you don't want to, you don't have to. <laughs> okay? Is that right? Yeah. One thing, though, that... Uh, sorry to interrupt you, my boy. No worries. You said this on the last podcast, which I thought was, was dope. He's like, who are your real friends? So, like, some people are friends and some people are associates, right? Like, who can you really call when you're down? Who can you call when you're at 3 a.m. you're stuck on the highway to actually come pick you up and help you with the car or do something? Yeah. Yo. So knowing your real friends, like, I call them high school friends. What I mean by that is, right? You go with people every day. You see them at school. Yeah. You're friends. But after high school, how many of those people are you linked up with? I still have some day ones with me. Yeah. But they're, most of those kids were just associates. Real. Like, Nate's a day one. Like, I grew up with this guy. I was born at Samara. And me and him lived in Addis together when we were a kid. Yeah. So this guy's a day one. Nate knows he can call me. I can call him. Joey. Right. And you guys. You guys are dope dudes like that. Where your friends can call you when they're in a situation. Yeah. And you'll pull up, right? Right. So the people you work with, yeah, they're nice. They're cool dudes and everything. You're chilling like stuff. You kick it. But when you're really down with something, family issues, or you're down. Yeah. How many people can you really call on your phone list of 100 plus contacts that are actually be riding that? And you know, that's, it's actually funny you brought that up. I'm not going to mention, you know, for legal purposes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble, man. I'm already, you know, <laughs> enough trouble. But I was, uh, I'm not even going to, like, I kind of want to hint you guys to ask what I was doing. But I was on a vehicle. Okay. <laughs> of sorts. <laughs> a vehicle. Of a vehicle, sorts. of sorts. Yes. You know, that takes gas. You, chill, chill, chill. Calm down. It takes gas. Yes, it does. Calm down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me up. But yeah, so I'll be honest with you, man. This is one time I was just, you know, just chilling and stuff. I was, I was with the, with the boy one time, right? I was chilling and, you know. So what happened was my friend got pulled over and I'm like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yo, natural instinct kicked in. But then I was like, yo, if I leave, my friend's going to get messed up too. You know what I mean? 
So I, I quickly like dipped to the side and I came out like I was doing nothing. So this was actually the one time before I got pulled over too. So he got pulled over and we tried to call our mutual friends. This one person actually pissed me off. Like I got really mad. I was like, yo, what? Like how you call yourself my friend and stuff. I was like, yo, I can't. So I, I don't want to associate with you no more. Like I actually got to a point where I was like, yo, this guy has to go right now. So I was like, yo, my friend is in a stitch at this place. It's like two minutes away from, two minutes, bro, away from your place. Can you just get a truck? If you can't, go to U-Haul, please. I'll e-transfer you the money, the taxes, and the gas. You can keep the rest for yourself. But I need you to get a truck. Otherwise, you're going to take my friend's bike. I just gave it up, man. <laughs> yeah, but my bad. Yeah, you got it, man. Yeah, it's all good, man. But Did he come through? Do you know what he said? What? He said he has to go to work at around 2 p.m. And it was 10. <coughs> it was 10 a.m. A.m., so I was like, the place is two minutes away from the place. They just U-Haul right on your way to this place. Oh, you're kidding. And he said, no, I have to go to work, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, I really need this. Otherwise, they're going to take his, his shit. And that's like $3,000 plus in expenses. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's better than like, I'll pay 200, 300 bucks if I have to. Like, well, no, me necessarily. But even if my friend needed it, I would help him, right? Because he's my yeah, friend. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bro, this guy, oh my god, bro. I just, I, yo, I wanted to snap my phone in half. Like, that's actually kind of true. He said high school friends. So I'm like, yo, I started to realize, yo, he, that's actually makes sense, yo. Like, your friends is a big, important part in how your mental health is going to be, right? But, like, that aside, yo, let's get to the part. Sorry, you want to say something? Well, I just kind of piggyback off what you were saying. But I think Juan wants to say something real quick. He's well taken care of. There are, it's just, um, you know, you come from the medical background, a lot of issues that people educate on that. But um, you're talking about telling, you know, our stories. Right. Um, not to, you know, you know, make everyone yawn or anything, but I just want to highlight another thing that really I've noticed uh, that affects a lot of people's mental health. Um, a lot of times I noticed that a lot of, a lot of young men live without a purpose. Live without a mission or something to accomplish. Shout out to Mr. Swole. He Shout said out to that. Mr. Swole. Yeah, no, he, he, you know, he was talking about this on the last podcast too. Um, to kind of give you a little background, you know, I worked, you know, many different places. Made I did a lot of things. I lived a lot of lives, and you know, none of those really actually, you know, put me in a purpose. It was just kind of me to be like, oh, I'm just gonna do this just so I can do it. You know, and it wasn't until maybe the last last year, a couple of months, I really just realized like, yo, I gotta be like purpose fit my thing one of the reasons i got to that place is because i went through some deep shit right went through some deep shit like to give you all like to basically tell what happened my uncle had a heart attack now mind you guys i don't know if y'all know this but i didn't grow up with with a dad my dad died at a very young age i never had really anyone that you know raised me except for my uncle my uncle was really he was the reason why i looked at my okay that's this is what it means to be a man this is a male figure he in my brain this guy's the strongest person in the world Nothing can take this guy down. Strong as hell. Big ass motherfucker, right? Strong as hell. And he, he just, he just, he just, he's just someone that you can look up. He's loved by the community. You guys probably even heard of him. And this guy had a heart attack a couple months ago. Yeah. And then I also, you know, when I literally just stopped doing things that didn't want to make me, you know, be the type of person I actually wanted to be in the future. So 
you know, for anyone that's out there, if you're working, you know, a type of job, maybe you're not really particularly happy with, maybe if you're, you know, in school studying something because your parents are forcing you to, or, you know, you're doing something that, you know, you think that it isn't, it isn't match the vision of what you see yourself, like in the future, or if you don't even have a vision for yourself in the future, I would strongly advise you, especially if you're a young man, to really think about that type of, th- that type of stuff, because it's really going to help you, you know, with, you, with men, we need a purpose, we need something that drives us, something that pushes us, you know, we have, we need to be ambitious, typically when we're ambitious, it's going to help us in the other aspects of life, the majority of it is going to be mental health, right, so, you know, for me, that's what really got me out of my, um, my sunken place, as well, I call it, you know, it kind of got me, you know, but now, you know, I'm like running around the city, driving like a madman, <laughs> I hear because I've got like 10 things going on at the same time, but, you know, uh, you know, I can't complain, you know, it's, it's helped me, it's helped me about my personal life. And I can't knock myself for, you know, at least try. Yeah. That, that's one thing. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for sharing your experience and being vulnerable with all of us. Like, I just wanted to go over some stats about men and mental health that really were eye-opening for me. So, for, for example, men are more likely to report physical symptoms of depression, such as fatigue and body aches, than women. And there were some crazy stats about men's mental health from the Canadian organization that men are more likely to experience trauma and PTSD. Men are more likely to experience social isolation and loneliness. Men are more likely to experience homelessness. Men are more likely to experience job loss and financial stress. So it's really important to prioritize your mental health and seek help if needed. Even just like the suicide, like I don't know if you guys knew this, right? But Men in Canada are three times more likely than women to die by suicide. In 2018, suicide was the ninth leading cause of death for men in Canada, with an average of 10 men dying by suicide every day, bro. Oh Ten men, wow. right? So it's, it's, it's actually, think about that, bro. Like heart disease, cancer, diabetes, car accidents, right? It's the ninth leading cause out of all the things that you could die from, right? Also, men are more likely to engage in risky behaviors, obviously, right? <laughs> Such as the substance abuse and aggression as a way to cope with mental health issues. Because not a lot of people have dope people like you guys in your life where they can actually talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about it earlier, how men are less likely to seek help for mental health issues due to the stigma and the desire to appear strong, right? Also, something that was, I thought was interesting is men who have experienced trauma are actually more likely to develop depression and anxiety than women who have experienced trauma. Really? Yeah. So obviously women go through a lot of trauma, right? Of They're very vulnerable. But men who have experienced trauma are more likely to develop depression and anxiety than women who have experienced trauma, right? <clears throat> but before, before I go, I want to give you guys some positive about mental health and give you guys kind of like a uh, silver lining to it. So men who do seek help for mental health issues are likely to seek improvements in their symptoms and overall being. Men that are more aware and we're coming, becoming more aware of the importance of mental health and seeking help. And also, like, having dope people like you and dope family members and as a strong social, like, support group, men who have a strong social support networks are likely less, <laughs> less likely to experience mental health issues. Like, like, like my boy here was saying, men who engage in physical activity are less likely to experience depression and anxiety, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, like, let me just connect men's mental health and exercise because I think, like, not everybody can go to the gym, but everybody can exercise. So men who engage in regular physical activities, they're 30% less likely to experience depression, right? Exercise, like you said this on the last podcast, exercise is as effective as a medication for treating mild to moderate depression in men. 
So I just w- I wanted to wrap this up by saying, yo, somebody that really inspired me is Nipsey Hussle. And he said one thing that really touched my heart when I was a kid. He said, no matter what you're into, no matter what you've been through, you got something to contribute. So Face the World remix. I know that track, too. And you know what? For all y'all who didn't believe me on the last episode, when I said you can't go to the gym exercise will help you, you have now someone from the medical background telling you the exact Help that out. But yeah, no, I just want to thank Foreign really for being on this episode. Thank you for giving them some actually some useful tools to help people, right? Because, you know, for y'all thinking that you don't seek help, that it's not going to do anything for you, it will. The numbers show it. Y'all got to seek help. But I'm not saying, you know, you have to you have to talk to a psychologist. Talk to a friend. Get it, go in the gym. Do something for your mental health. Maybe change your career. Maybe follow your passion that you want to do, right? Yeah, so, you know, just thank you for Foreign. Thank you for to Foreign to, you know, coming by and giving us some you know, medical actual you know, insights onto it. Amar, you got, a, you got any last-minute notes, bro? Um, well, yeah, actually, um, <clears throat> he was talking about how he was talking about, you know, solutions and all that, mm-hmm. right? He was talking about, like, there's, I don't know if you guys heard, he was talking about, like, self-care, like, connecting with others, you know, the friend topic that he was talking about. I'll tell you this, to be honest. Um, he was also talking about how people cope up with the, you know, like, the mental stress and all that, like, mental health. Like, if you're having a shit day, shit week, shit month, usually cope up with like dangerous stuff right i'll be honest with you um <clears throat> i sometimes partake in such activities which actually give me a like certain adrenaline rush right like you know car shows you know being in a drift car and actually doing some insane numbers on it and all that stuff it does get you like you know feeling good for that time being but in reality you're just escaping from it right so like to all the struggling men out there believe me when i say you're not alone but I feel like it would be better if you, no saying run towards the problem and just like, you know, try fighting head on, but try to understand why it has become to be, if that makes sense. And then when, like you said, when you have good friends and all, it usually turns out for the best because those will actually help, they will guide you through the healing process. You know what I mean? So you don't have to necessarily go talk to like a therapist and stuff. Like, If I'm with my friends and we're trying to have fun, I can make it work with $5, if that makes sense. We can, we're can we going to have fun regardless. Like, banter with the boys and stuff. We don't have to go, like, go out and stuff like that. That actually proves, to, like, you know, I feel like, and work for me and, like, many other people, contributes to, like, mental health. Like, it, it helps the betterment, for the betterment of us. You know? It, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, the my boy right here said right but like at the end of the day this is like i said it's a very special one because i know there are a lot of people struggling out there and i know it's not easy and things do not like get better and there's a saying that says you know when they say you know the grass is greener on the other side that's completely horse shit the grass is greener where you water it mm. you know what i mean but yeah i shouldn't be doing podcasts i should go you know write music now playing <laughs> but like honestly if you want to live a good life, you're going to have to invest in it. You need to find your purpose, your mission, and you need to also find someone who's going to help you build. You need to find a woman who's going to be an investment, but not a bill. You know what I mean? But pretty much, to be honest, if you guys want to talk to someone, we're always all here. We're going through the same shit. We've battled it differently, and we'll help you get the better of it. But as far as that goes, that's all I have to say. Is there anything else you guys like to say? Yeah. 
one thing I want to say is you guys have been good for my mental health. <clears throat> Just to back, piggyback on what you said, yeah, prioritize your self-care, such as getting enough sleep, eating well, exercising regularly, right? So connect with others and build that supportive relationship. But if you do need to seek professional help if needed, such as therapy or medication, do it, man. Challenge your negative beliefs and behaviors. But remember, seeking help is a sign of strength and it's not a weakness. And just know that, like, you're loved, that, like, the world is a better place but because you got, you're in it, you know? The youth, like, if you weren't here, your family, your friends, and other people's life would be different. Yeah, guys, no, that was a bar. Thank you. Yeah, I, I got to say shout-out to Porn and the 1MR for, you know, coming through last minute with the bars like that. Shout-out to AJ the Dawn for producing us this episode. You know, we appreciate you for that. Thank you guys for coming to this episode. See you all next week. One time.